This episode is brought to you by SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online, it's just click, send, and save for as low as $4.99. That's $4.99 a month. Try it for free for 30 days and get a free 10-pound scale when you visit pb.com slash TMS. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, Brian isn't high enough. Soft clay or creme brulee? Give me a Jill sandwich. Use your knuckle, not your finger. Discounted hotel room. The horse band with no name. Richard was a dick. Scott plays the living ship out of No Man's Sky. Little ham and squeeze. Aw, do podcasters have brains? Because I like, really like, wanted to know. Super means next, right? Your state is filled with all kinds of viruses. Making things with Bill. Jury duty and more on this episode of (coughs) The Morning stream now what about the guards good a stunner aha quick into a ship damasan has not seen the last of kaibo ren if you need anything just yell walnut the morning stream we knew then that we were being changed Welcome back to the morning stream, TMS for March 10th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Ibbett. I am. I'm exactly that. And yeah. now my eye itches. My left eye itches, but I'm not going to scratch it. You're not going to touch it because you're working on not touching your face. To, yeah. yeah, we're not supposed to touch our face. Hey, uh, by the way, so... I'll use the end of this drinking straw to touch it. Just despite all of the experts online, you know. If you yes. go on Twitter, oh, yeah, every, yeah. everyone's the, an expert. All the Twitter uh, virus experts? Yes. yes. Here's the trick. I've got the trick, and this is as simple as this. Uh, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. These are things you already know. The third thing is to understand this thing more fully by knowing this. It isn't so much that it's any worse than the regular flu. It's that we don't have immunity for it yet because it's brand new. Mm -hmm. And that means a lot more people will catch it. And if a lot more people will catch it, then percentage wise, more people will die from it because again, we've never had it before. So that's why you should wash your hands. Keep your hands out of your face and try not to go to places where you know people are sick or stay home if you if you think you have it or if you have it. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. just be nice. And uh, wait a minute. You are know- you saying are you saying all we need is like a little bit of common sense? That's what is I'm that saying. What you're trying to tell me? That's exactly what I'm saying. So people wearing that mustard seems gas too easy, Scott. <laughs> people wearing mustard gas masks and uh freaking uh, raiding the, the the Costco for all they have and punching a lady to take a <laughs> roll of something. Stop it. I don't it. like toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> They're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. They're all going to... Oops. <laughs> They're all going to laugh at you. I like the false start one best. That was good. They're all going to... They're all going to laugh at you. There's the one. Oh, I didn't go high enough. They're all going to laugh at you. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I need to go high. <laughs> it's important to check back with the source material occasionally. It is, make exactly. Sure, can, sure we get a, can we get a real quick check? Jill. Jill. Okay. Jill. Okay, hold on. Uh, which one is that on? Okay, here we go. Here's the tab. All right. Jill. You Jill. Know, you know what? You okay. were right on. You had it. Yeah. G- give me a Jill. Ba- give me a berry. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, on this ca- in this case, I'm going to argue that mine's better. All right, give me a Jill. We did that, uh, by the way. We did that all night at uh, 
uh, Beercade on Friday night with the meetup. Anytime we were talking about Barry. Go, <laughs> Barry! <laughs> of course. Yeah. I would too if I were there. That would have been great. <laughs> Give me a Jill sandwich. One more Jill sandwich. You were almost a Jill sandwich. You were almost a Jill sandwich. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yep. Your memory. <laughs> <laughs> Your memory. Your memory of those uh, <laughs> clips are pretty good. Mega That's... Man, it's time to get to the way that womb. <laughs> I don't have that one handy, dang it. Oh, no. I know. I know. It was way, it's like you uh, did it. You wasted favorites. your performance. The way that womb. Also, that's a great title, Brian. Brian isn't high enough is a great title. <laughs> nice work, guys. Um, all right. Uh, hey, so we're going to get uh, going here. I was up way too late last night. I'm very tired. And you might say, well, Scott, was it because you were... I don't know, uh, prepping for the oncoming virus? No. Were you, right, or, uh, uh, you know, uh, working on your taxes? Were you were working on your taxes, weren't you? That's no, what you were, no. That's what you were I was, was I, was I preparing for my day today? No. Uh huh. No. Uh-huh. no, I was looking for ferrite dust. That's what I was doing. <laughs> um, Need yeah, more ferrite dust. I was playing a lot of No Man's Sky last night. I don't know why this particular playthrough has got me so freaking locked in, but man, I'm really enjoying that's cool. it. And uh, I started, uh, you know, I started fresh, so I'm still sort of doing a lot of the initial stuff. Um, you know, I haven't bought a second ship or any of that stuff yet. Uh, but yeah, I can't stop playing it, and it's a bad thing for me. I need to probably slow my roll a little bit. And, now, uh, do you get the, uh, the the living ship? Um, like, do you grow it right off the bat, or do you have to? You can collect enough if, materials to get the stuff to make a living ship. I mean, you have, you have to get the stuff to make it, but you you can pretty quickly mainline it if you want to. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't done that yet because I need to actually find out how you do. I assume the game at some point tells you how or introduces the concept. Probably. Um, yeah. and I ha- and it hasn't done that yet, but it is, that game is ridiculously addictive right now. And I, and it took him a while. It took him two and a half years of additional work to do it, but well done guys. You made a game. That I can't <laughs> stop still playing. after this many years, and they're still it, they're brilliant, right? To be able to add content to this game, although they're not really making money when you get the the, the free updates and download the the no, updates. And no, no, this is all on the back bought. of just sales of the game. Yeah. Like if if the yeah. game sells, they got money for it, and it sold really well mm-hmm. in the initial stages. But it was a it was sure. a broken mess when it launched, and they knew that, mm-hmm. and they've also really stuck... I mean, this is the this is the, this is is the the strength of a small, dedicated dev team, where they're yeah. like, yeah, it wasn't great when it launched, and you can put some of that blame on Sony, because Sony put so much pressure on them to launch when they wanted them to, and all that stuff. Um, but it's, it's freaking great. I love it. They did well. They really did well. <laughs> it's very, very good. Oh, someone says... Uh, uh, Let's see. Deliver, uh, uh, where is it? Oh, Doc Medpot says, slowly working on my living ship this week. Good luck, Doc Medpot. May your living ship be yours sooner than later, sir. Exactly. Nice. Doc, Doc Medpot. Doc Medpot. I, I want to know where his name came from. I'd really like uh, to. I bet he's a medical marijuana uh, doctor. Oh, all right. Doc Not Med. A doctor. Doctor? Not a doctor. So, doctor, medical uh, pot. Okay. <laughs> Yes. That's my guess anyway, yes. Uh, I like where you I like where you went with that. All right, we got uh, a couple of emails from Free Hotel Room. <laughs> I love it. Yes. You know you know him as Bob. Um but well, I guess our listeners know him as Free Hotel Room. <laughs> Formerly what was he before? Before Free Hotel Room? He was uh What was he before oh, that? Shoot. Right. There he, was a he had a uh a, a different um 
It was a different nickname. What was it? A different nickname, different chat room name. Oh, shoot. Can't remember what it was. I'm sure somebody in the chat room will remember. I don't remember either. I used to give him so much crap with it, and now I don't remember it. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, Eeyore? Was it Eeyore? Eeyore. <laughs> it may as well have been Eeyore. <laughs> His subject was... Uh, yeah, it was Reboat Motel Room. Well done, Benjamin. Uh, Nebraska Medical Center cares for U.S. Corona patient virus virus patients. Rather, Nebraska leads the world in this case. So he, because we were talking about why why the hell is Nebraska got so many cases of the coronavirus? He says the American passengers diagnosed with coronavirus infection who were evacuated from the Japanese-based cruise ship are getting specialized care at the Nebraska hospital and not part of the large quarantine at Fairfield's Travel Air, uh, tra- excuse me Travis Air Force Base. According to military officials, those 13 individuals, along with 328 U.S. passengers of the Diamond Princess cruise ship, docked in Yokohama, Japan, were flown to a 20-bed national quarantine unit at the University of Nebraska's Medical Center. Uh, so far, they are showing only mild symptoms of the disease. One sticker, one sicker person is getting a higher level of care at the hospital's biocontainment unit, which cared for Ebola patients in 2014. His point being, they are uniquely... Uh, that p- p- particular facility is uniquely equipped to handle such things. And so that makes sense, right? Right. They have a bunch of people right. there, not because it's mayhem in Nebraska. Exactly. Which I think was what I speculated. I probably, I think I said that, because um, we said, why are there so many uh, cases in Nebraska? And I think I said, well, it's probably where they moved a lot of the quarantine cruise ship people. Right. Exactly. I think you did. You said something that along those lines. Exactly. And those, so, so we got a little conf- confirmation. Not a correction. <laughs> not a correction. However, this is where he takes us to task, okay? Yes. And, this, I've, and I've got thoughts on this too, so. Okay. This is on names. He says in his subject, people and their names. Seems innocuous enough, right? No big deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's the message. You should do a two-minute show review for errors and corrections. Like Nebraska, cruise ships, coronavirus patients, and pronunciations. <laughs> He says, uh, Jay uh-huh. and Mark Duplass from the Horse Girl and Room 104. Duplass is not pronounced Duplass. It is I know Duplass is the way I pronounced it. Oh, Duplass. I don't know where I'd heard that it was pronounced Duplass, but he is correct. It is Duplass. 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 With the emphasis on the last syllable yeah. is Duplass. I don't even like the name. It's a horrible name. It is, man. Yeah, there's, like yeah, I mean, you look at that name and it's like, yeah, that's just, that's not a name that somebody should have. Yeah. You should... Duplass, yeah. Duplass. Then he says, and here's where I take issue. I do. Anyway. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Ian is never Ian. It is always Ian. No. <clears throat> Incorrect. Go talk yeah. to, I have sat down and spoken with, shook his hand before virus concerns, with Ian Hazakostas at Blizzard Entertainment. And his name is Ian. Or excuse me, what I say? Ian. His name is pronounced Ian? It is Ian pronounced Ian Hazakostas. They don't call him Ian. Okay, well, the, specifically the clip that, that I played on Wednesday of uh, um, clip I played on Wednesday of the show I watched that I was recommending, Mythic Quest, Raven's Banquet. Mm. Um, the main character is his name is Ian, and even explains during the show why it's Ian and not Ian. Oh, I see. So, so, so take that. Yeah. So take that. By the way, uh, Tally Zarella asks, "Do you guys remember where that wrong emphasis on the?" wrong syllable reference come come from comes from i, I bet most people don't it was the that flight attendant movie that had mike myers in it Correct. as a flight attendant yeah he was a it was a, not a good movie and i think it kind of tanked but that one thing really stuck out in it 
right like, was it soul plane it. was he was he i remember it was an airplane movie but i didn't think it was soul plane is it soul plane no because soul plane's like white <laughs> <laughs> and i think that was the whole point of that movie is that it was like uh hold on we're gonna find this uh, uh let's see flight on the view from the top or something like that yeah gwyneth paltrow is definitely in it as another flight attendant what movie contained the line? Here it is. It is from A View from the Top. Yeah! Well done, Brian. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I um, got us some points in uh, at Geek Bowl because I remembered the movie Welcome to the Dog House just from the word wiener dog. Oh, goodness. Yes, That's it was uh, a couple of kids in that movie. Uh, Heather Matarazzo, I think, was one of them. And uh, her little brother kept calling her Wiener Dog. Mm. And uh, I was like, oh, I think that's uh, Welcome to the Dog House. And nice. Nobody else at the table remembered it. And we got us, I got us some points. Excellent work. Uh, here, yeah, here it is. View from the top, 5.2 out of 10. Did not do great. Uh, got, it's got your Gwyneth Paltrow, Christina Applegate, Kelly Preston. And yes, mm. Mike Myers is in that. It's a small role, though. I think he's a captain or something. Oh, Mark Ruffalo's in that. Can- mm. Candace Bergen. Uh, wow, well, it is it is the white soul plane. Yeah, <laughs> like not not named <laughs> any, wow. any actors of color. In there. Rob Lowe uh, is in there. A little Rob Lowe. Business. Oh wow. Yeah. Why why haven't we watched this thing? I don't. It sounds terrible. Yeah. Why haven't we watched this thing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But that one line, you just like it's like the one thing that transcended the film, and everybody uses all the time now. So, yep. Uh, let's see. What's well, funny if you do a search for that on Just Watch? Mm-hmm. The um, I know I'm I know I'm constantly touching my I'm, I'm scratching my I'm like there's something on my eyelashes, and I'm using my knuckles. I'm not using the tips of my fingers because that apparently is like more com- more. Uh, oh yeah, you'll uh, never get a virus on your knuckles. Less contaminated. Yeah, but. Um, <laughs> You do a search on Just Watch for View from the Top. And I just got to show you the two very similar movie posters that come uh, one right after the other on this on this thing. Right. I'm putting it in the chat room, but also put it in our Discord. Nice. I'll click it and then put it in the thing. Put okay. the stuff into the thing. Oh, there it is. Screenshot, eh? Okay. Let's take a look here. Screenshot. I'm going to put that up here. Okay. Take, the, take a look at this, chat, if you're watching. So the second movie that comes through is called of The View from Tall. Oh. Oh, weird. And it's also got somebody very prominently in front of a bunch of uh, other people wearing different, you know, different colors this time. Sepia-toned. That's crazy. In the yeah. That's a little too close for... A little too close. For the comfort, you know. For the comfort that, I, right. that I have or don't have. <laughs> All right. So, Ian, I will, I, will, uh, I will argue with you on that one. That Ian is absolutely a an acceptable pronunciation of Ian, if that person's name specifically is Ian. Yeah, they they have to go by that name, but yeah, I told I'm with Brian on this. Totally okay. So yes. so two two down, uh, one to go. Right. Okay. Halle right. Berry well, is not Holly Berry. It is pronounced Sally Bally Rally or Tally like Halle. We know that. Yeah, I think we, I might have said Holly Berry, or maybe Nicole said Holly Berry. Maybe Nicole mm-hmm. probably did. I think you know who Holly. Halle Berry is. Halle Berry is. I think if you, you know, I, in a moment of weakness, I might have called her Holly Berry. In a moment of weakness. In a moment of weakness. Oh, Jeannie says I always say Holly. Is it me or is Scott I think, you know what Holly? I think it is when you say it fast, you Holly just Berry. say it fast. Do it. Do it. The, the right Halle way. Berry. 
Holly Berry. See, it's, Holly Berry. It kind of yeah. it kind of comes out a little mixed, so it's okay. Holly, Holly, Holy. Yeah, he didn't get into Holly, the yeah. he didn't get into the bolts or the weights or any of that. Yeah, I do say that when my when I pedal faster, my tank goes faster. Yeah, your tank goes faster. It's my, fast. My tank. tank goes faster. Yeah, it's a good yes. tank. World, world of taints. <laughs> uh, and then he says this: Iraq and Iran are Iraq and Iran. Mm, they are okay. not Iraq and Iran. All they right, are, you're talking fine. about a flock of seagulls. <laughs> fine, but see, this is the great sure. thing about the English language. There are actually very few things that are great about it because it's kind of yeah. overly complicated. We have words like two, 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 and two, and they're right. all different there spellings. There. Yeah, there and there, like it's kind of lame. But uh, pronunciation-wise, it's fine. It doesn't matter. It's a living language. Let it flow over you there, free hotel room. Let it let it seep into your veins. Let it be a part of you. Be one with the language. Okay. All right. Um, what do you think about? And he does, you know, say we should have a two-minute show review for errors and corrections. What if at the end of every episode, we played uh, we played uh, Elton John's "Sorry" seems to be the hardest word, very slow, <laughs> lightly. And very quietly and we issued corrections on everything we got wrong for the entire episode i love that idea that'll be like the end of an mtv special like doing um closing oh no you said sorry yeah. oh you could do the uh what is that i'm sorry that's uh um this would be the first correction because that's not sorry seems to be the hardest <laughs> word that is patsy klein i'm sorry i think i'm sorry so sorry yeah that's patsy klein yeah. sure I think. I mean, I'm not a big Patsy Cline person, but but yes. I'm not a big yeah. Patsy Cline person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also anyway. says, at the end, he says, come on, man. Well, now let me correct yeah, I you. Like I do like that. Let me correct him. That should be mm -hmm. come on, man, not C, or comma, M-O-N, man. Yeah, no, that works. Oh, I see what you're saying. I'm saying if he wants to be Mr. Correctamundo, why doesn't no, he that's just... A, that's, an, that's an appropriate... Uh, contraction of come on i disagree he should just the say apostrophe m-o-n i mean it is but he should just say come on well there it? should be oh i see well there should also be a comma after come on come on man oh yeah come on no. comma man exactly not, there's another it's one not, come on man right come also man? also he uses let's see can i get him on this one <laughs> what do you say uh shoot he's he's consistent normally when you put like numbers and then spelled out numbers in the same paragraphs that's bad you yeah. want to pick one or you're the supposed other to do well you're supposed to do um spell out any number under 20 mm -hmm. and then you can use um digits numerical digits for for 21 and higher all right well then he screwed up with two. oh zoe brings bacon says it's under 10 in any case oh. he said a two minute show review yeah and he, he, wrote, be, he put uh, a two. he should have spelled out the the word two yeah don't put the numeral in there free hotel room <laughs> We're gonna start charging you for your hotel rooms. <laughs> All right. Anyway, All right. having a little fun at uh correction number two. I guess it should be ten or under. I thought it was under oh Brenda Lee. I thought it should be under uh twenty. I thought it was twenty. I never heard that, that ever of, of any I always just thought you were supposed to be consistent. If you're gonna use numbers, use numbers. If you're not, then don't. Like I thought oh, it was no, just because you wouldn't do like, all right, you should do a two minute show TWO and then have and then spell out nineteen or twenty twenty twenty. You know. Oh, good point. That's a good point. Oh, under 10 and when it starts a sentence. That's right. Okay. You know what? It's exactly right. Under See, 10 when it first... starts a sentence, but what if it's mid-sentence? What if it's yeah, later? I should be writing these down for our new sorry segment that you put that we hear at the end of the show. Yeah. When I after I play closing time. 
by what's their names. I'm going to do that first. Closing time. Send a sign like, this is the end of another MTV reality show. <laughs> All right. Uh, there you go. Okay. That's your, that's your okay. fun business at the top of the show. Thanks for your hotel room for the laughs. And now this. Sound to me you've been reading a lot of newspapers printed in Washington, D.C. That's all true, and it's brought to you mm-hmm. by It's the News. Brought to you by Soundography. Uh, just published a brand new episode today on the feed at soundography.com. Hammond and I listened to Extreme for one entire week. Yes, Gary Sharon's band before and after he was a member of Van Halen. Uh, you know that song more than words? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. That's all I knew by Extreme prior to this week. Mm. Um, you know what? There's some good stuff in there. There was some not so good stuff in there. Find out what we thought by listening to Soundography at soundography.com. Wait. More than words could have be. Wait, what yeah. What was that with when he was just, what was the band? It wasn't Gary Sharon on his own. No, that was with Extreme. Was it Extreme? Yeah, the why, band was Extreme. Why am I thinking of a different band? Because I said that like 11 times a minute ago. No, I know, but it, that song <laughs> seems like it comes from a different band. Something with something with a horse in the name. Uh, running. Shit. Uh, I don't know why this is so hard. So I don't know any. Here comes another correction. I don't know anything about any other bands that that Gary Sharon was in that had had a horse in it. I don't know. I've been in a band with a horse in its name. I can't tell you what was the name. Uh, perfect. Jamie's getting all these freebies. Also, I had lunch with uh, uh, Hammond the other day. The other night, you did. Or the did other you? Day. And he's, uh, yeah. Are you was, feeling all right? Yeah, it was a good time. We. Uh, he's uh, he's sick. He was in the ER yesterday for. Uh, whoa. Uh, he's got a a very severe. Uh, infection, lung inf- lung infection. Jeez, uh, he told me he was something. all better. We were sitting there and he was going, "Yeah, I just had some kind of flu, so I'm feeling respiratory, pretty good." Respiratory infection. Oh, he lied, man. Boy, I hope you didn't hug him or shake his hand or anything. Hope you didn't touch anything that he gave you that he handed I, to you. I think I put my arm around his shoulder and squeezed oh. him a little. Yeah, oh. yeah. I'm symptom free so far, though. I think I'm Ew. okay. Self quarantine. Yeah, yeah. But he's back home. He's doing a lot better and got some rest. And they've given him a ton of antibiotics and. We won't see him in Vegas, unfortunately. He's going to be going to Disneyland. Oh, yeah, which, for his um, anniversary or something, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so good for him. Good for them, man. I'm, in, I'm envious. For a guy that's sick, he sure horked down those fish and chips real fast. That way. <laughs> well, he was like, he didn't, did he inhale them? Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's how he got a... Uh, oh, yeah, he, he aspirated on a fish stick. I don't know. <laughs> Respiratory infection from a... Uh, a salmon lung is what he's got. Yeah, you don't want that. Um, but it was nice hanging out with him, talking to him, yeah, chilling, chilling yeah. like villains. It was fun. So, so he will feel uh, better, and uh, we're wishing him the best and get well, Hammond, and, and to, to help him get better, go listen to Soundography, soundography.com, and hear what we say about Extreme. Extreme. The band Extreme. I was sure it was some band with a horse name in it. I was sure of it. Still kind of sure of it. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm wrong. Extreme. Dream Palomino. No, it was like hor- uh, dark horse, running horse, hor- horses, horses, and of horses. Uh, wild, wild stallions. No, wild stallions. 
Let's not wild horse, wild horses. Wild? Maybe wild All right, I'm going to look and see. Let me see. Is there something Gary Sharon? Other bands that he might be associated with. Uh, oh, why am I so annoyed by this? Hurt Smile, Tribe of Judah. Um, Van Halen, of course. Extreme. Um, yeah. Wow, he owns Sharon.com. Well done. Good job, Gary. Yeah, good job, Gary. Gary. A horse with no name. No, no, no. 50 something. No, no, no. Horse. I'm trying to find a list of bands with... Horses in the name? They have... They have. They don't have that, but there's a list of 97 bands with animals in their name. But that's not what I'm looking for. Let's, actually, I can search that for horse. Let's see. Horse. Like crazy horse or... Iron horse? Oh, well, Neil Young had crazy horse. Is that who you're thinking of? No. There's horse oh, feathers. Uh, Neil Young and crazy horse. Yeah, it's not in here. All right. I must be just losing it. Fishbone. They count fishbone? All right. Well, it's an animal. Fish. They count beastie boys. It's beast. A beast is in there. Yeah, but that's a general by the term. Way, doesn't work. By the way, um, the uh, the band that played the pre-party for Geek Bowl yeah. was an all-female Beastie Boys tribute band. We didn't see them because we didn't go to the pre-party. We went and did other things. We did that. Well, we did the uh, the meetup at uh, the video game place. That's amazing. Um, that's so cool. Uh, what do you want to guess at what their name was? Uh, let's see. Who would well people that want to fight for their right to party? What would they name themselves? Let's see. All female Beastie Boys cover band. Um, because I had better names than the one that they used. I think the one they used was pretty good. Yeah, the Breasty TVZ Gun, the Breasty Boys was my was my one of my two choices. The Beastie um, Babes. The Yeasty, the Yeasty Boys was my other. Oh man, nice. <laughs> Was it the Beastie they're Babes? Actual, the Beastie Babes? No, no? they're actual. They're, the name they chose was She's Crafty. Oh, that's dumb. It's, yeah. That's not it. I, I like the song. Yeah. The Crafty song's fine, but that's a dumb name. All right, so what would you have chosen? Give me yours. Oh, I said the Breasty Boys. Oh, that or, was one of um, yours. All right. Yeah, or uh, the Yeasty, Yeasty Boys. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, I'll tell you. You know what? Your, yours are, your both are better. Yeah. I don't think they'd ever do Yeasty, but yeah. That's a good one. No, no, that would be, yeah, that's not great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Vampire Weekend is in this list. I know that bats are an animal, but vampires, yeah, mm, stone too far list. Yeah. I don't think that works. Does not work. Does not count. Quit, right. Quit trying to pad your lists there, uh, uh, BuzzFeed yeah. or whoever. Yeah. <laughs> Def Leopard's in here. That counts, yeah. I guess. Bloodhound Gang. Bloodhound, I guess. Blue Oyster Cult. They're counting oysters. Right. Oysters. Well, that's an animal. It is, I guess. I mean, it's not a mammal, though, right? Doesn't always have to be mammals. I guess animal is... Okay, now I need to know the difference between an animal and a mammal. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> isn't, what is the key difference? Or wait, is wait, it wait. just a between subset? Between an animal and a mammal? You're yeah. not, are you asking that, really? Well, here's the... Yes. A mammal is an, an, is an animal. And right. A, a man, like, you've got mammals, reptiles... Well, you've got different. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Animals like top species. Animals like top header, right? And animals then, top header. But under that header, you have a separation you could make of mammals. Yes. Versus or versus um, invertebrates or versus uh, I don't even know what reptiles, you call them. reptiles uh, or whatever cold right, cold blooded sure. creatures. Uh -huh. Right. No, I knew that. Okay. But oh, there's all yeah. there's all kinds of info about this. <clears throat> Here you go. Animals, here, try this on for size. 
Animals could be either ectothermic or endothermic, but mammals are always endothermic, so warm-blooded, right? Uh-huh. Uh, only mammals have hair on their skin of yeah. all the animals. And then here's another fun fact. Only Nipples. mammals have mammary glands and sweat glands out of the animals. That's Correct. not true. Dogs don't have sweat glands. Sure they do. They're on their paws. Wait, what? Dogs sweat out of their paws. They really do? Yeah. Well, why do they need that if they're doing the panting thing? Because I thought that was to make up for the lack of sweat. <laughs> this is the best. This, like, basically, the last half hour of the show is going to be correct. <laughs> yeah, two minutes. What are you talking about, free hotel room? We're going to need a half an hour. Okay, how about uh, this one? Okay. Oh, wait, I need to know more about the dog paws now. Hold on. Dog <laughs> paws. <laughs> sweat. All right. Um, the morning science. <laughs> do dogs sweat? Because I would really like to know. All right. <laughs> how do dogs sweat? Here we go. Sure. Uh, oh, he's a cutie. They got a nice picture there. All right. Uh, the answer is... Uh, Millions of sweat glands all over our bodies. We know that. Okay. Dogs have a type of sweat gland called the myocrine uh, glands, which are located in the dog's paw pads. Rarely a dog will sweat through those paws. Uh, overall, though, dogs have fewer sweat glands than people do, making their other natural mechanisms for cooling off more important than sweating. So you're right. They'll sweat. So that's, if why, they... that's why they pan to help cool off so that they don't. Right. They don't just squirt water out of their paw pads. Have you ever? <laughs> oh. Squirt sweat. That'd be amazing. <laughs> That'd be amazing. All right. Well, do you know where cows? Do you know where cows sweat? What their where cows sweat glands are? Uh, their teats. No. no. <laughs> their nose. Oh, oh, that would be really bad if it was like <laughs> their teats. In their in their nose. Interesting. Their nose. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Oh, that makes me feel oh, even yeah. worse about my friend uh, who did a thing. Have I told you this story? So I had this oh, friend geez. who uh -huh. had a cat. He had a cow. Oh yeah. And I tell oh, you about he the cow. Like, he just really went crazy over something. Like he he uh, over. Overreacted to something? He had a cow? No, it wasn't that. Oh, okay. He... <laughs> no, I mean he had like an actual bovine animal in his in a in a cave, in a thing in a barn. Yes, I know. He and owned a cow. He owned a cow, and he used to go out there. He was so mean. I should say his name, but I won't. Oh no! He'd well, go I don't out know there. If I want to hear if he was mean to his animal. Well, I'd they really... had they had these cow cubes that they fed him. They were basically, you know straw in cube form the little green cubes okay. and yeah. he would go out there and he would throw them at the cow to get it to go over to the electric fence side and it would oh. just bean the cow with these things just bonk 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 tell the cow would go over there and then touch the electric thing and then come the other way so it was awful oh and then when it would it come the other way he would coax it over and go come here come here and the cow would slowly lumber over put its head over the little thing and then he would yeah. rear back and he would square punch that thing in the nose. His his fist was the size of its nose. And he would punch So basically, punch its nose. he's a serial killer now, right? Like, this is what happens to those, those kinds of people. Honestly, I think he might actually be in prison. I'm not kidding about that. I think he might be <laughs> well, in prison right now. If if for no other reason than how he treated that cow, he, he deserves it. He belongs there. I kind of hope. Like it. Yeah. I hope the guards coax him over to, uh, <laughs> to, the, to the bars. <laughs> <laughs> tase him and then rear back and punch him as hard as they can in the face yeah he was an he was an a-hole we didn't really like that guy and i remember at the time yeah. saying dude that's not cool well, how can we do that oh care cows are stupid he kept saying and i remember just thinking tina go over here and get your lasagna yeah he's <laughs> kind of that guy yeah um anyway his name was richard and that's all i'll say it really Jeez. was richard 
Well, really was? Yeah. There you go. We called him rich. He was yeah. born into that lifestyle. <laughs> he was indeed. He was the one. He was there. Um, he was one of the people that helped me out of the river when I broke my knee uh, swinging across mm -hmm. the river on my way home from my first day in junior high. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, I question right. now. I wonder if he maybe helped cause the accident. <laughs> to Peter Fisher. <laughs> and that kid was Ted Cruz. Nice. <laughs> Nice. You heard he's in uh, he's in self quarantine. We'll probably talk to Jerry about this a little bit, but uh, oh, Ted Cruz is yeah. A whole bunch of those guys that went to that conservative CPAC deal, the, the mm -hmm. whatever that is, um, yearly convention thing. A bunch of them are yeah. self quarantining because they were in contact with somebody who's got raging <laughs> version of the disease, and it's pretty great. He's probably just wanted a vacation anyway. Yeah, it's pretty great. One of them was on Air Force One and is now in self quarantine. That Matt Gates penis guy from. Uh, uh, Florida, so I don't know if they, they, they've been, they've met with Trump and hung around the president. I don't yeah. know if that means yeah. that he need and 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 the word is he hasn't been tested at all. So I don't know, man. Yeah, it's the one they wouldn't let is. Romney come to because they're all mad at him. So he's probably like, whew, dodge that dirty bullet. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the guy that wore the gas mask, about. the guy that the the Matt Gates guy that wore the gas mask on the on the uh, Congress floor just to make yeah. fun of it. He was making fun of it is now quarantined because he Excellent. might have it. Oh, man. Very rarely do you see karma work that quickly. I know. Instant karma is the best kind of karma. I love it. It really is. Yes. You were right, John Lennon. Yeah. You know what I mean, Lennon Aid. They'll be fine. I'm not saying I want people to get sick. I'm saying I'm saying smell the irony is what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. All you right. Make fun of the disease. You, you, and he'll be fine. He'll, you know, he's young. He doesn't have any pre-existing conditions. He'll, he'll get, he'll get past it. Oh yeah, he has all and sorts. Learned of, a valuable lesson. He has all kinds of jerky things to do in the future. He's not done yet. Don't worry. That's right. Uh, all right. Let's now do the news for real. Okay. Here's the story. A flushier teenager. I don't know where this is. This must be in full, full share. Full share. Full share. Houston. What did I say? Flushier. Flushier. Uh, I think Houston, because that's from the Quran.com, and I believe that is the Houston Chronicle. Well, that sounds all right. I've I done been there. You done been there. You done did that. I done been there. I done did that install down there in the Houston Chronicle. Yeah, I've been in front of their computers. Mm -hmm. uh, well, uh, this teenager took down a nearly 400-pound feral hog that was terrorizing a Texas ranch. Wow. Yeah. Tough kid, right? pretty good no kidding i'm glad the i'm glad the headline puts uh nearly in front of nearly 400 pound instead of nearly takes down 400 pound feral hog <laughs> yeah nearly is <laughs> not as implied that the hog won uh there, that's great yeah this seems good uh the feral hog trapped or sorry for feral hog tap trapping expert steve niece of full shear uh killing feral hogs in texas ranches is like killing a cockroach in your kitchen they're pretty bad i guess they're yeah they're everywhere they're, mm -hmm. I, mean, they, I don't know a lot. They do of a lot of damage way. to crops and stuff. <clears throat> yeah, like if they're if they're that big of a nuisance, you could see. I mean, it's it's easy for somebody somewhere else to go. Oh, the poor little piggies! No, that's a different there. <laughs> Someone is going to take issue with the fact that we you know railed on this kid for punching a cow, and then we're like, ah, oh, you killed a feral hog. Good for you, kid. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Let him let him rage. It's fine. Okay, rage against this machine. When yeah, our machine is here to be raged against. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, says that's the way Texans think about feral hogs. Says Nice, age forty. Uh, it's a non-native, very invasive species. The numbers are staggering. 
about what kind of damage they're causing to landowners, and they are spread, uh, spe- spreading toward urban and metro areas. I mean, actually, that, I kind of look forward to the day when there are pigs just all over the city. That would be something mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Houston, now overrun by pigs, <laughs> right. by feral hogs. Feral hogs. What do you, wouldn't you just round them up and slaughter them and then make ham? That's what you do, right? Just I make, guess, yeah. Make meat out of it? I don't know. Yeah, I assume that uh, feral hog meat is okay to eat. I would assume so. Niece's primary job is insurance. Okay, I don't care about any of this. Anyway... Uh, this kid, this teenager, found one, mm-hmm. wrangled it, shot it, and then took a picture standing next to it. And now he's the hero of all the farmer types. He's the hero of full shear. Yeah. The <laughs> be, welcome, welcome, the hero of full shear. Give him your bend the knee. I don't know. He's, he seems to be doing just, <laughs> just fine with the uh, recognition. All right. Do you yeah. remember Nintendo made a PlayStation before there was a PlayStation? Do you remember this? Remember that? No. So it was uh, it was called the PlayStation. <laughs> it was a joint venture between Sony and Nintendo back in the Super oh. NES days, and they were going to make an add-on for the Super NES called the PlayStation. And it was two words. The new one is, or the current PlayStation, I think, is one one word, maybe capital S, but still one word. Anyway, uh, that was the deal. It was a Nintendo Sony joint project. This is before Sony ever got into video games. Wow. This would have been like circa nineteen ninety six or seven that they were actually working on prototypes and that sort of thing. Well, it all fell apart. The deal didn't happen. Uh, Nintendo said, no, nah, we're going to do our own thing. Sony says, you know what? So are we. They took the PlayStation name and the rest is history. However, a couple of prototypes were made and one of them just went for $360,000 at auction. What this story doesn't say is the person who sold it was offered a million before. He turned it down, holding out, thinking he'd get more. Wow. He ended up getting a lot less than a million. Whoops. Yeah, whoops is, whoops is right. But anyway, a prototype of the Nintendo PlayStation, a console that never came to market, fetched $360,000 in an auction over the weekend. Uh, Greg Lamore, uh, founder of Pets.com, by the way, is the guy who sold it. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. there you go. Remember that Greg guy? Greg Lamore. Greg Lamore. There you go. Uh, he is also oh, it's Greg McElmore. Oh, Greg McElmore. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, he founded. I'm gonna pop some. <laughs> we got twenty dollars <laughs> in my pocket. Okay. Three hundred sixty <laughs> grand. Um, okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> he also did Toys.com. If you remember that as well. Uh, anyway, he had the winning bid, beating out other collectors, including Palmer Lucky, CEO of Oculus VR. I guess Palmer Lucky was trying to get it as well. Mm. Palmer Lucky's a little on the outs with people. He's got a yeah. bit of a history. Yeah. Anyway, the console is one of only 200 prototypes created from the failed 1991 oh, partnership. Excuse me about the dates. Wow. I thought it was late 90s. Uh, no, it wouldn't be because PlayStation was out in 96. So this would have been, yeah, that would have been right. right. 91, 92, yeah. something right. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, between Sony and Nintendo, Forbes describes the unit as basically a Super NES with a CD-ROM drive. Uh, I don't know that they were trying to, it's not like they had to keep up with what the Sega CD was trying to do. Because they didn't need to, because Sega CD didn't really sell that well. I, but I do think they saw the writing on the wall that that a digital optical format was going to be the future, mm-hmm. and then pulled so far back that their next console stayed with cartridges. They didn't even do because the N sixty four was cartridge only, never had discs. Anyway, I love this kind of stuff. Right. It's fun history. It um, is cool. Although, man, I I would have a hard time unless I just had ridiculous amounts of money. I'd have a hard time justifying spending three hundred sixty thousand dollars on 
just something that's basically going to sit in a lucite box on the wall and show off to people. Yeah, know? no way I would do it. Not, and it's not worth it. I mean, like you say, if you had billions and you're just sitting around on your money, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. It means nothing then. Yeah. But, you know, 360 grand to a billionaire is like you spending 20 on Amazon. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, they, 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 the, the reason it's so rare is there were 200 prototypes, but the other 199 of them were destroyed. At least everyone oh. believes that all of them are gone. So right now it's like the only thing you got. Um, Matuba in the chat says, wasn't this a Famicom? No. Famicom was the Japanese... Well, the Famicom is the Japanese version of the original NES. The Super Famicom was the wor- version of the N- Super NES in Japan. That was the name of that thing. So the SNES was the Super Famicom. Anyway. Uh, according to Polygon, this prototype of the Nintendo PlayStation was discovered by a man named Terry Diebold in a box of stuff once owned by former Sony Computer Entertainment head Olaf Olafsson. Wow. Uh, the two had both worked for Advanta Corporation when the company went bankrupt. The console was one of many items that ended up in a private auction, which is how Diebold acquired it. Oh, man, I wish I was that guy. I would love to have made mm-hmm. three hundred sixty grand this week. Mm-hmm. Um says the uh, uh, this uh, McLemore guy who bought it says the console is the single most expensive thing I've ever bought outside of this house adding it was worth uh, worth it especially when combined with the rest of my collection apparently he's got 800 coin operated uh, arcade machines as well as smaller games magazines and art uh, he wants to create a, create a permanent museum according to Forbes that's so cool they've got something like that and I, I know you've seen it we've talked about it because um uh, your daughter's probably helped uh, curate some of the stuff, but at the university, mm-hmm. um, the, yeah. the gaming uh, place at the university, they've got a yeah. bunch of great museum pieces. We're going to donate this Mooncrest cabinet out there. The, as soon as oh, I can get, cool. as soon as I I get somebody a, with a truck, uh, I need a truck. A Sega that. Game Gear to it. Oh, very nice. Oh, yeah. that's cool. I had a Game yeah. Gear for all of its four-minute battery life. It was awesome, that thing. <laughs> It was so bad with batteries, dude. That thing really? just drained yeah. them. Oh, it was terrible. Well, you had one. You, it was bad, right? Do you remember it that? It was bad. It was bad. <clears throat> I just remember playing a lot of X-Men. There was an X-Men game for the Game Gear. It came packed with um, Sonic, some Sonic game. Mm-hmm. I think I maybe, over the course of its life, only had four or five Game Gear games because it was like, eh, not, I'm not crazy about this thing. There was even a TV. I didn't have it, but there was a thing you could get that would let it do that would turn it into an over-the-air antenna TV. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. You could do, you could take, yeah, I remember wanting that real bad. I didn't do it either. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I remember thinking, dude, I can watch NBC <laughs> out on the road. Right, exactly. That's what it would be. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb now if you think about it. Yeah. Compared to what we ended up with instead. It's just so dumb. Oh, there's the game. That's it. That's it, uh, J.K. Grammer. Like one of the only games prior to current stuff that had Psylocke in it. So oh, like if right. you wanted to play a game that had Psylocke, you had to have the Game Gear X-Men game. And who doesn't, really? Right, who doesn't, day, exactly. Who doesn't want to play Psylocke? Wait, looks, like, play. Uh, looks like the old Popeye game. <laughs> looks like Castle X-Men and X-Menylvania. <laughs> oh, yeah, look at that. Oh, my gosh. Okay, hold on. I want to. St- We're going to look at this video for a second. Let's skip this ahead here. So. Oh, that Game Gear screen is so tiny. Oh yeah, there it is. So it was like not it wasn't sixteen bit and it wasn't quite no. eight bit. It was it was something in between. Right. And I even had a nomad. Do you remember the Sagan Nomad by chance? 
You remember them making that? Sega Nomad. That wasn't the one you had to hold sideways, right? That wasn't the side. No, it was a side, side one, but thing. it was a portable Genesis. You literally could put. Oh, okay. All you right. Could put like actual Genesis cartridges in that thing, and I loved it. Oh, so into huh. it. And I was. Then I also. Um, what else? I had the. I had all the Sega shit. I had the 32x, the Sega CD, wow. the stackable one. See, I I hardly had any Sega platform stuff. I had the Genesis and I had the Dreamcast. And the game year, and that's it. That's the only. It's a good run, though. It's a good. I run mean, three, three out of however. <laughs> it's not. It's not too bad. Yeah, it's not too. I've bad. I've had every Sony iteration and every uh, Nintendo iteration, Some of except the... for the. Uh, I never did get the. Um, the Jaguar. Oh, the that was Atari. Atari. Jaguar. Yeah. I never did get the. Uh, what was the 3D? Virtual Boy. I never did get a Virtual Boy. Hey, don't feel too bad because no one else bought either of those things either. So <laughs> right? Don't feel bad. Exactly. Actually, yeah. did, I didn't even... Was the Virtual Boy even... It was released, right? People could oh, buy it? Oh, it was totally released. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing it at... Uh, I remember looking at it at um, like a GameStop or whatever, a Babbage's or something and saying, oh, yeah, look at that. There's a there's a Virtual Boy. And Yeah, I'll bet those are super collectible right I'd now. I'd probably put my eyes on the... Uh, same lenses that uh, every other person who walked into that that GameStop did as well. Well, we were some years away from our next pandemic, so everything was fine. That's true, exactly. Uh, the Jaguar was garbage, and no one should have bought it, and I'm glad nobody did, because it was poop. And also, I was going to say this. Someone in the chat room said, didn't the SNES come out before the NES? No. It's the other way around. NES, yeah. Super NES. Get it? Because one's just yeah. Nintendo Entertainment System. The next yeah. one's the Super Nintendo It's Entertainment like how System. Super Mario Brothers came out after Mario Brothers. Right. Super means mm-hmm. next, right? Like, <laughs> Well, <laughs> in, in video game, it's a, it's, yeah, sequel-ish. Se- sequel-ish. <laughs> and mostly in Nintendo uh, lingo. <laughs> because then later, 64, they thought would be a cool thing to put on the end of everything they made. Right. And that's so kind of dumb get a now. Used but. Nintendo Virtual Boy oh, headset only, two hundred thirty bucks. This one's uh, includes console stand, visor controller, and a double A battery pack for three hundred fifty. Three fifty. Hmm. So three fifty looks like it's about the if you want a used um, Virtual Boy, which I don't. Yeah. I imagine there's got to be something something you can put on the Oculus Quest that simulates the Virtual Boy, right? Like gives you Vector. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Vector, vector games. Dude, Vector. Vector's my, I mean, you're a fan, obviously. You love the Vector. I like, oh, yeah. I love Vector. I got a Tempest machine right there because I love Vector. I have, a, I have a Vectrex right there because I love Vector. Vectrex is amazing. I want I want a cop or I want a full cabinet version of Star Castle. Do you remember Star Castle? Oh, it was the best. So good. The problem with Star Castle is... Um, you need the little color overlay. Yep. Because the the colors were built into the glass and not in the not in the cabinet itself. Yeah, they the were display. like they were like tape. Uh, colored, it was basically tape. Colored yeah. translucent tape was on those things. Yeah, uh, Space Invaders the did the same thing for a while. If you played mm-hmm, a, a, right. an official Space Invaders machine, they had literally tape in rows, so that mm-hmm. when the monsters would come down, it looked like they changed from yellow to blue, but really they just moved yeah. from the tape zone to the next tape zone. Right. It was right. great. I want to say there was an uh, one of the asteroids. Maybe Deluxe had something like that. Maybe not. No, that wouldn't, that wouldn't no, work. No, Deluxe. I remember Deluxe. They tried to make it look 3D because they had the screen mm-hmm. and then a weird reflector thing. So this, wasn't the screen actually up on top? And it reflected down yeah, onto yeah. a mirror oh, yeah, that also had stuff few. behind it. And then it looked 3D like it was overlaid on something or whatever it mm-hmm. was. That was cool. 
Asteroids Deluxe was great. Oh, it was great. It's yeah. great. I mean, I love the original too, but Asteroids. I used to rock at Asteroids. I'm, okay, I'm going to play some Asteroids Deluxe when we're done on my on the Covercade. Nice. All right. Yeah. Well, let's, let's take a break. When we come back, Steve or uh, Steve. That's Monday. Bill Duran will be here. That's Bill. right. And then we'll get jury on, see where we're at with the uh, world of politics now that we're uh, so many candidates down and so many endorsements up and what it all means and uh, what what's this year look like <laughs> for for the world of this. Also may get his take on, I don't know, just all these people being quarantined that are in politics, right. whether that has any real effect. Yeah, well, I mean, what is it going to do to the, uh, like, conventions and... and uh, um, rallies will have stuff. an effect on going to polling places. Will there be way more people voting by mail instead? Yeah, I don't know. We're about to find Jerry. out. When we'll, they- have to, we'll check in with Bill and Jerry. <laughs> we'll do that, though, only in the shadow of a song that you play. What do you have? Yeah, let's let's rock out. Um, these guys are awesome. This is a, a band from St. Louis, Missouri. Big thanks to Earshot Media for hooking me up with this one brand new single from uh the band called new lingo um really cool rock uh, rock stuff here rock band uh just, just they're the rock band i mean they're like you know a heavy rock heavy alternative mm. band memory lane is the brand new song it's produced by the guy who produced uh, music for paramore under oath and hands like houses james paul weisner here is their new song memory lane You alright? I'm not a fool, born yesterday. You're not okay. In low light, watch your mood change. Your mind is drifting off to space. Expressionless, I know that face. You just want to escape. Try warning ya. Try warning ya. Try suffering in
Hey guys, let's talk about Pitney Bowes. Shipping and mailing from your desk has never been simpler than it is right now with SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, it's just a click, send, and save for as low as $4.99 a month. That's $4.99 a month. That's crazy. Send envelopes, flats, and packages right from your desk, and you are back to business in no time. And for being a listener of TMS, that's the morning stream, you'll receive a free 30-day trial that you can get started with right away. And... To help you get started even further, a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you never overpay. Save time and money on mailing and shipping with SimPro Online. Again, starting at just $4.99 a month. Qualify for special USPS rates for letters and priority mail shipping. Calculate exact postage online and print from your PC or Mac. Go to pb.com slash TMS to access the special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience shipping made simple with a free trial of SimPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Well, I think it's quite clearly obvious that they are utterly disgusting and must do, in fact, disgust any decent-minded people, as I know, by uh, having interviewed them and talked them upon after this publication in the local paper. Now we are here to go home. The Morning Stream. Don't worry about him. Worry about me. All right, we're back, everybody. We are back to it. And we're going to bring Bill Duran in, whether he wants to or not. (laughs) That's going to be the deal. Uh, But I look forward to it because we always do. Here's a little yeah. uh, theme for him here. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Hello, Bill. How are you? Good morning. Oh. I'm doing all right. Oh, that's fantastic. It's Bill Duran. Hey, uh, uh, how can, your state's got all kinds of viruses. So just watch out. Just be careful. <laughs> all kinds of viruses in your state. Yeah, you got the... Yeah, yeah. Do they just... We just... We, go we, ahead. We, uh, our life has changed uh, not at all. We go from our house to our shop and back. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. Although although no uh, no appearance at the Emerald City Comic Con, I guess, now. No, got it got done. pushed back. It's probably for the best. Yeah. Um, think- I, for one, am looking forward to not doing anything this weekend. Yeah, it's. I was going to say it's this weekend. It, uh, it, it must be... That must be a little bit weird, but it's not like you've got... See, I, I feel bad for anybody who who's boothing at that thing because now they've got right. to postpone, yeah. you know, literally part of their business, but... Thankfully, you've got your hand in all sorts of cookie jars and don't have to mm-hmm. worry about that quite as much. Uh, well, anyway, stay, you know, wash those hands and absolutely uh, don't put your tools stay, in your face or whatever. Clean. Yeah, stay clean. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, uh, Bill's here. He's often here on Tuesdays to talk about the world of making things. Oh, Bill. Oh, it's over there. I can't show you. Or maybe I can. Yeah, I can. Hold on. You won't all be right. able to see it. But. Okay. Uh, the chat room will. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got it. So. Yesterday, or not yesterday, last week, after we talked oh, to you, yeah. I got all inspired because you're a bastard and get me doing things I shouldn't spend money on, but I did it anyway. Um, I bought myself a big chunk of monster clay. Oh, yes. Look at uh, that. Beast, beast of clay. Oh, it's even pre, pre-measured pre into little blocks so you it, can separate out. It is. It's a, it's a 10-pounder bag thing. Oh, my God. And I got a big bag of tools. So a whole bunch of these like uh, wood shaping, metal shaping, tool stuff. Uh, yeah. Like 
I don't know, 50 things in there. And then I bought, I haven't opened it yet, but then I bought a Jack Richardson and Company uh, aluminum wiring harness thing, loom. Oh, so that right. when so I, you can armature kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. So I can do all that stuff as needed. So damn it, Bill. Look at this. I'm going to make I shit. I know. Great. Now get... all you have to do is open the packages and start doing stuff. I with know. It. Right. Yeah. I know. That'll be soon. Um, but here's the thing. The reason I'm doing it is I used to do it all the time. And I don't know why I got away from it. I used to love sculpting. I used to love doing that stuff. I used to even put take things to a local kiln and have it burned and or, uh, all that thing. So I'm going to I'm gonna do stuff. It's yeah. all because of the, the you. The monster clay is, is reusable. Like you, know, you, you wouldn't use it for the final product. So you can right. just sculpt and sculpt and sculpt and then tear it apart and start again. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking so about great for thinking about doing um, stuff that I can scan. Anime. Well, animate sure. yes, but I want I need some sort of 3D scanner, and I don't have one. Sure, so got to figure. Here's that another out. thing: yeah. you could sculpt something and then make a silicone mold of it, and then make castings of it. Oh my gosh! Oh. And then before you know it, I'm making guns, and I live in Seattle. It'll be. Great. <laughs> Uh, if you want it, if that's if that's a, once you start sculpting, if you want to go down the mold making route, you just give me a holler. Yeah, I'll let you know. Yep. I I'm very much uh, excited though because it's been a while and I've got space for it now because the kids' desks are gone and I can just make this space over here work for me and I'm stoked. So that's awesome. Thanks for the inspiration. You so, got it. Uh, very cool. So today he'll inspire us again with something else. I, What's going on today? I sure will. There is a game out. I say game in the loosest sense of the term. There is an application out that you can purchase for the PlayStation 4 called Dreams. Oh, right. came out within yeah. the last year. Still open beta, week. right? Isn't it still open beta or something? Or I what's... think it's out-out. Like, I went and bought it on the, the PlayStation store. Okay. You Maybe. just go get it. It's like 40 bucks. Hmm. Um, when I first took a peek at it, it looked like, oh, this is a little application you can use on your PlayStation to make little video games. And you can, but there's a ton more to it. And we dove into it this weekend, did some tutorials and started to learn about what's possible. And it's pretty mind blowing. Yeah. This is the, this is the media molecule guys that did yeah. uh, all the Sackboy games, the right. Uh, little big planet, little big planet games. Yeah. Mm. Oh, cool. <clears throat> so, in all the Little Big Planet games, you could go and create your own levels and share them, and other people could play them. And that was super fun. It seems like what they did was they took everything they learned about making those creation tools for people uh, and wrapped it up in a new game that focuses primarily on creation. Mm-hmm. So when you buy this game, it does ship with a couple of the games that they made to sort of show off what it can do, which is really cool. You can go in and play them. But the real goal is for players to go in and make their own experiences for one another. So, for example, some of these experiences you can check out. Um, like I said, you can make little video games if you want. You could make still art. You can make animation, both 2D and 3D. You can do interactive storytelling. You can do physics experiments. It's got a built-in wow. physics engine. It's got built-in coding and logic so that you can code stuff. Um, you can use it for prototypes, which is actually something I've, uh, I'm interested in is using a space like this to quickly create prototypes for something that I might want to make that is large, something that would need some testing, uh, in a large, uh, interactive environment, but 
I don't want to go actually build a room size thing because that would be expensive. I could prototype it in a space like this and play test it in a space like this mm -hmm. for almost nothing. Sure. Which is really cool. Yeah. I love that kind of thing. <clears throat> it kind of makes me wish this was, uh, I mean, they've, they've made, there's, I think Sony even owns that studio now, right? The big yeah, they do. It, so we're never going to probably see this in too many other places. But since Sony's starting to put some of their stuff on PC, I would love this on the PC. Cause yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Where you get a little bit more control it. and not just four buttons and a joystick right. and shoulder buttons. Yeah. <laughs> so you can do all this with the, with the normal PlayStation controller. Um, but you can also use the PlayStation Move controllers, which is what I was using. Mm -hmm. There is a bit of a learning curve, but it seems like a pretty good way to interact with a 3D environment. The thing I'm very much looking forward to is VR support. Because mm. I've got a oh, PlayStation wow. VR, and if I could both create things like this in VR with my Move controllers and literally just walk around the scene I'm, I'm making, mm -hmm. which sounds awesome. That does sound awesome. Or create experiences like that that are intended for VR. So if I'm prototyping a large project of some kind, I can then chuck on the VR headset, hit play, and run my playtest play of this large project or experiment in virtual reality and interact with it one-to-one, hands-on. Yeah, that, that would be amazing. Yeah, Sounds so freaking cool. So this thing's been around for a while. It came out yeah. in 2017 or 2018. Well, that's what yeah, I'm saying I, about the beta about thing because it. it's been open and and for sale at a cheaper price for a long mm. time, and th and that's been considered their beta period. But they haven't they haven't really been ahead of the PR on it and really explained themselves in that regard. So if it's huh. out in full now, um, I think it is. Okay. I saw Giant Bob talking about it a day or two ago, and my buddy Jazz has started playing with it. So it could be they've they made a little bit of a push to get the word out. I just heard about it. Yeah, it's too. been it's been announced forever, and they've been working on it forever. Yeah. And they, yeah, it's it's highly it's been <laughs> highly broadly anticipated. I mean, whether whether or not they, I I, I worry that they're toward the end of a console cycle here, and I and I hope you know mm -hmm. maybe that this will just work on the next console and be back yeah, compatible. Yeah. Next one, yeah. yeah so one of the things that, that excites me the most about this is how much they integrate their whole community into every the entire step every step of the creation process mm -hmm. um you when you create something you can choose if you want you can choose to share it and say hey if anyone i made a i made a birdhouse if anyone wants to use my birdhouse and their creation go for it in mm -hmm. fact you can take my birdhouse you can change it Put it in your soul if you want. Yeah, exactly. And what's neat is, <laughs> nice. If I'm running around in a game and I see this birdhouse, I can be like, "Yo, that's a cool birdhouse," and I can view its its uh, legacy, its its lineage. Mm -hmm. I can see who created the original. I can see all the different remixes that have been made. It's they built in this the not just the the sharing, but the credit for art in a way that encourages people to share things with one another. Right. So what what's happened is people have started to specialize. So if you go on their um, dream uh, scope or whatever they call it, you go search for stuff. You could be like, hey, I want trees. And there's a guy who's like, dude, I made all the trees. They're in different collections. Go nuts. <laughs> mm. so, go take your pick. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I, it's, it's a little daunting if you're making a video game and you're like, well, my video game needs trees. Do I have to be a tree specialist now? Like, no, someone else got trees covered. Don't worry about it. You just worry about gameplay. Make a fun <laughs> game. And yeah. I think that's really neat. Uh, really people are getting well-known for being good at one particular type of craft, and it's sort of unlocking 
a lot of potential for a lot more people. Yeah, no kidding. There's I'm watching a teaser right now for what looks like a Skyrim uh, looking um, survival game. The guy just mm-hmm. built a small house and put a campfire in it and read his quests off a map and he's had a big axe and now I'm watching some action game with some dude who just fought somebody and is running to go kill somebody else. Like I've seen 2D side scrollers that look like they were made for the NES. I've seen mm-hmm. vast 3D worlds that look like they're next gen, you know, PlayStation five graphics. Like I I'm a little blown away by it. I find the whole thing just kind of fascinating and I need to just get it's it and amazing. see what's in there. Yeah. 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 So I'm gonna I'm gonna be tinkering with this a bit and seeing what I can unlock. I'll keep you guys up to date. What we uh, yeah, I make anything this neat. Really cool. Yeah, These weird little <clears throat> little platformers. Like, let's see what this this guy's made some sort of mech. Oh, oh, that's the other thing I heard. Somebody figured out a way to make. Um, basically, they made Fallout in the game. Yeah. <laughs> and so what really? people are looking at right now on screen, you're looking people in, at home, you're looking at what you think is Fallout. That's not Fallout, that's Dreams and somebody really? recreated so Fallout. Replicated. Oh, that's Absolutely, amazing. yeah. That's nuts to me. And there's a Red Dead, somebody did a Red Dead thing and it's mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's banana time. I just, Why couldn't stuff like this come out when I was a kid and I had so exactly much more time? Right. I've been saying that all now. week. Oh, <laughs> so true, man. Somebody remade PT? What? Oh, shit. All right, I'm going to have to get it. All right. Well, this is awesome. I love it. I love the the, the closer we get to... like I assume you've used like um, Tilt Brush before, right? In mm-hmm. VR? Yeah, yeah. The, the more of that stuff we get, the better, man. I just love yep. creation tools in that space, and I wish there was more. I know there's some cool like sculpty kind of things where uh, you, know, you can do some pretty neat things. Now that all the Oculus uh, higher-end headsets support um, hand tracking... I hope that gets just better and better so that you're actually molding objects with the kind of fidelity that you would in real life. Like, I just want to just keep going. Mm-hmm. Keep going, man. You got it. Yeah. This All may right. be the thing that pulls you out of No Man's Sky. It might. <laughs> it might, because I'm super into that right now. And that game, in, in its own way, is weird that way. There is a, there's a yeah. planet. Yeah. There's a planet somewhere out in the middle of nowhere that you'll never mm-hmm. find accidentally that the right. devs found and couldn't believe they, they did this. So they show this thing. And somebody had made a song that just repeats the whole time using a bunch of stuff because you can make music in the game now. And it's just a repeating, all this machine laying out on the on the ground, and it's just repeating, and I forgot the song. Shoot. It's like some Bowie song or something. That's cool. And it just plays See, in perpetuity on some You can do more planet. in, in, in uh, AR or VR games that you can control your environment. You can do more than just draw dicks. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's more than just dicks. More than dicks. Oh, just dicks. Yeah. Uh, also, in uh, in Dreams, there's a full engine for creating music and sounds. That's like worth the price of admission on its own. Like that's forty cool. bucks just for those tools are worth it all, all on their own. It's bonkers. That is bonkers. So there, and there are people like I was saying before who are just making music for people to use in their other creations. Yeah, that's super intense. Uh, all right. Well, I don't know how you beat that, but uh, anything else you want to add today, or any uh, bonus stuff you got there for us? I've got a video for you guys to check out. Sculpture Geeks, speaking of sculpting. Uh, Scott, you're going to want to go watch a bunch of his videos, by the way. Okay. Sculpture Geek on... Uh, I can I've got to actually click on it. Over on YouTube. He did a really great Sonic the Hedgehog for the new movie, I imagine. And it's awesome. Let's take a look at this. Yeah, I believe he also has tutorials. He may he probably has a link 
uh, in the video of Scott. If you want to go check out some of the tutorials he sells for mm. sculpting. And if there's a guy you want to learn monster clay sculpting from, mm. it's this guy. It's this yeah. guy. Oh, look Kidding. at this. This yeah. is the stuff you just bought. Look at this. Oh, wow. Yeah, people in the chat are like, Scott, you should stream. And I'm like, not when I see people like this stream. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe do the first couple yeah. tries right. solo. <laughs> <On your own. laughs> for all I know, I really suck, and I probably should do a couple before I go for it. Oh, yeah, look at this. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it really starts to get into in about 2 minutes, 14 seconds. Yeah, so just, uh, so just do that, Scott. Yeah, just, just do that, Scott. Okay, I'll just that. do that. Um, that movie was fun, by the way. I had a good time at it. I, uh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I, I, it's more fun than it should be. Like cool. it's a decent, good time at the theater. Oh, look how we did those quills on there. Are you kidding me? This guy's <laughs> good. All right, well that's why he showed it to us, I guess. There you go. Yeah, and he just like ah uh, stick a clump on here and then just like uh, smooth it in, boom, and it's too instant. It's too like <laughs> wow, that thing is smooth and cool. So wait, did he paint the? I mean, no, he made a mold and he cast oh, it. Oh, he cast so it. So it's okay. a urethane plastic. All right. Jeez. All right. That's awesome. Jeez, this is incredible. Amazing wow. as always. Uh, go check that one out. Again, that channel is Sculpture Geek, and uh, you can find that. Uh, oh, is he using like a butane torch or something on this? Yeah, he's melting the yeah, air. For the the yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's crazy. Cool. Wow. Nuts. All right. Um, these people are good. All right, <laughs> build a rant, Not everybody. Just for creme brulee. <laughs> <laughs> Check him out at punchprops.com. His channel is on YouTube. And of course, Chinbeard on Twitter. Bill, have a fantastic day. Later. Bye now. Okay. Well, super cool. This is really amazing. It is good. That And that movie's fun. I'm telling people they should see it, especially with your kids. If you don't have kids, I think it's still good. Wait for, you know, maybe DVD or later or whatever. Not DVD, but DVD. You know, you know, 19. It's 1999, yeah. Brian. DVDs. Okay. You DVDs. Yeah, I'll leave a, a message on my friend's answering machine and uh, see if he wants to wants to go. Uh, Tina still uses like uh, MapQuest or still says MapQuest. Like, well, you know, I was trying to find the place, so I pulled it up on MapQuest. I mean, you mean Google Maps, Tina? She called it yeah, MapQuest? You know I mean. Really? That's awesome. MapQuest. Hats yes. off to Tina. I think that's fine. Every time she says it, I give her crap. Uh, MapQuest. MapQuest. No one uses MapQuest, except maybe this guy. These are their stories. Do, 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 do. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Uh, I'm terrible with names except for one. That's Justin Robert Young, uh, Lord of All He Surveys, comes on Tuesdays, talking politics. Justin, yeah. welcome to the show. How are you? Oh man, I used to uh, I used to print out uh, directions on MapQuest. Yeah. Oh geez. That was that was I used to go from Florida to Syracuse in college, and I would uh, I would print out the uh, just like five pages of uh, of directions. Totally. Yeah, I did too. Like I'd go out on a to do an install for a customer, and I'd have like like my my favorite one was up in your neck of the woods. Flew into San Francisco, then went across the across the bridge, and then did like um, Vallejo and Vacaville, and uh, like all these newspapers up the, you know, up north of uh, of, of that area. Wow. And map map quested all the way. Well, it's because that's all you the only option you had because it was it was computer only. Yeah. Really, there was no phone mm -hmm. yet, so all we could do is print that stuff and roll with it. And I remember doing oh, yeah. that too. And it was the coolest. Uh, it was like it was that was rad, right? And, yeah. and I mean, like long before phones, you know, were even really like even like texting had kind of taken off at that point, but but certainly yeah. no rich browser stuff. Yeah, that's true. Uh, wow. Well, it's yeah, good. That was in 2004 when podcasting was just starting because I used that 
drive time to talk to uh, ASCAP and BMI about licensing cover songs. It's weird to think that as early or as late as 2004, we were still mm-hmm. not phone stuff. I feel like the phones have never right. not been here, but you'd be another, like, what, four years before you'd have one like this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even then, <laughs> they, were, they had a long ways to go. I don't yeah, know, man. Totally. Life comes at you pretty fast. Sometimes you get, what's the phrase? What's the old quote? If you don't, if you don't stop and look around every once in a while, you might miss you it. You might miss exactly. it. That's right. So put a dummy in your bed and make your parents think you're sick. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's the way that we should be living, that, baby. That's what I'm saying. Uh, all right. Justin Robert Young joining that's us. That's what I'm going to be doing. It's going to be my version of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but it'll be the local police trying to enforce a quarantine. And I'm just going to be out there stealing cars and making oh, hello officer it's uh thanks for stopping by i'm doing fine yeah uh, yeah are you so uh you're not worried at all about all the rallies you've been to that you may have come away with any of this do you or are you you're not worried about that why would you be i'm not worried about the rallies or anything no uh i mean i, I guess theoretically the, the the planes might be more of a thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh no, in general, I like to uh, take a positive mental attitude uh, when it comes to this sort of stuff and just uh, be diligent, wash my hands, and otherwise steadfastly believe that I'm impervious to disease and death. Oh, all right. That's a that's a decent um, position to take in these these modern I times. I actually went looking for that ship. That ship docked off the, uh, uh, oh, the right. harbor in Oakland. I went looking for it yesterday. I thought it docked now. Isn't it done? Aren't they off there? Yeah. No, no, no. In Oakland. Yeah, yeah, no, but I thought I thought that one was uh, I thought I saw Molly Wood saying that that particular ship had now been docked and people are in, like they pull they they got people off of it. Did I hear that wrong? Maybe I heard that wrong. No, no, no. Yeah, you did. He went to look the, for the, the ship after the, the ship, people the got off. The ship is still there. And, that one that yeah. one's a hide one. Oh, hide one hide. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what were you hoping to gain from that? What were you going to do? Just see it and go, ah, oh, there's that uh, ship. I've heard so much about it. I just wanted to, wanted to see it. I mean, I also kind of wanted the audio because I was doing the PX3 Extra. So I, I kind of wanted that like little like NPR audio of like, here I am. And I basically just went. I couldn't find it. It was on the other side. And so it was a lot harder to get to. So I just figured I, you know, that was that was close enough to the what what the I mean, I was next to the Oakland Harbor. So. Like I could just say that I was there, and for all intents and purposes, I was. You kind of were, yeah. You were within the vicinity. So uh, all these um, uh, Republican dudes getting quarantined, uh, self quarantined for the because uh, they were all at CPAC. That's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty fun. Especially my favorite part of that was, and chat room, don't take it as I want people to get it. I just mean there's irony here because <laughs> they were up on stage. Uh, you know, going, ah, it's, it's, it's democratic panic. They're just trying to take down the president, like Mulvaney and all those guys. And then, <laughs> and then these actual guys got the actual thing. I mean, irony's not dead is what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I, I, to be totally honest, I don't even know how much I want to mention politics. <laughs> like, I just, I just, I really think it's kind of irresponsible, to be honest. Like, mm. it's, it's, uh, this is obviously a serious thing. We can take, uh, uh, I think, a, a critical eye at any kind of government response to something like this. And I think there's certainly room to, uh, there, I don't know. I, I just kind of feel like this is something where nuance is really important. Yeah, and of if, course if, it if is. It turns, and if it turns into a dunking thing, then people stop paying attention. No, I, I agree. Uh, but and, but you got to admit, if Matt Gates is going to show up to the uh, congressional floor with i mean f- wait all right so is is the point here that we're trying to make that that matt 
that 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 Gates is kind of a putz. No, like that that yes, we can agree. No, he's uh, not kind Gates of a putz. A putz. He's a putz who who uh, wore a gas mask, which was a dumb political stunt. And uh, and yes, he he sure looks like the horse's ass. I, I think that, that we could that if, if that's where we're going, then sure. But no, I, I we just, we don't uh, have to go there. I'll, I'm just making the point that. There, that that uh, there's nothing wrong with scrutinizing that because he's a dick for doing it. And now he's in quarantine. It's just it's a thing you can talk about. It's all right. It doesn't mean I oh, want him I, dead. I, I, I mean, all right, that's fine. It doesn't mean I want him dead or I want the rest of the world to catch this disease. I just think it's okay to point out dick behavior when dick behavior happens. Disagree? Okay. Disagree? No. It's your show. You can say what you want. Okay. Well, let's talk about what you want to talk about. What do you got? What do you want to talk about? We got we got Biden. That's a thing. Well, we, you we got, got your, uh, well, we got the primaries. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is the next? What is the next um, big tonight, milestone? I know that there's tonight. some there's voting going on right right yeah, now. Yeah. So today. Michigan is really where all the eyes are tonight. Um, okay. There's uh, uh, a couple other states. Washington, I think, is the the second biggest. But uh, uh, four years ago. Bernie Sanders had to kind of resurrect his campaign that that led us to going, uh, you know, further into the cycle than we would have normally expected in a two person race uh, because he shocked the world. And uh, despite the fact that all polling showed that he was going to get blown out in Michigan, Bernie Sanders won a narrow victory. Four years later, he's basically in the exact same position. Uh, he, he needs to win Michigan. Uh, if not, it's it's going to become increasingly remote that he really has any kind of realistic shot at uh, erasing Joe Biden's delegate lead. And there's a couple states that are really unfavorable to Bernie coming up, including uh, Florida, which is where I will be this weekend to cover their vote next Tuesday. But uh, uh, this is it, it, it's remarkable that, that we're that we're right back in here, and Bernie Sanders is counting on. A, a polling error of, of dozens of points at this point. I mean, there's one that had Joe Biden up like 40 points or something, that, that, and that's an outlier. But uh, certainly, I think the Real Clear Politics average has it uh, has Biden up like 23. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. And and the, the, the question is, did uh, Biden outmaneuver Bernie by by securing all those endorsements at the right time? Uh, and is is the dream just kind of dead for for Bernie? And that's part of the picture that we're going to find out uh, tonight. So uh, you're so the old prediction that Bi Biden was going to bail, not bail, but this was going to be it for him. I mean, there's no. Do you think there's no chance of that now? No. This is a no, 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 no. That that ship has sailed, especially considering that was really more of a Mayor Pete pick. I thought that mm -hmm. Mayor Pete, that Joe Biden looked so terrible in those first couple states, and he was going to be more useful as a surrogate to somebody with less baggage and maybe a little bit more alert uh, sensibilities than, uh, you know, to, to go up not only against Bernie, but also then against Trump, that he would, that they would basically slaughter Biden for his clout and, and they would award it to whomever they would like to anoint and and Pete looked like the uh the best person there but Pete couldn't really take a step forward with black voters uh Joe Biden was the guy who was going to be able to get that Clyburn endorsement and 
you know, that was that was that. This is Joe Biden's world. Uh, uh, they, they're mm-hmm. short of a of a major medical event. Uh, based on what we have seen so far, it looks like the establishment wing of the party has put all of their chips in on Joe Biden and uh, the voters, at least through South Carolina and Super Tuesday, seem to agree with them. Do you think, um, give me a prediction on who you think vice president, what vice president does he go with from a strategic decision point of view? Who does so he- there's two things that I've I've been paying attention to. A, a, a few reminders. Number one, Joe Biden has floated the idea that he's only going to be a one-term president. So a vice president means something a little bit different hmm. from uh, a, a little bit different than it would normally, where you would say like, uh, I think it's like a Tammy Duckworth is like a senator from Illinois or, or some other Midwestern politician, maybe a woman uh, that you would pick because that would be strategically advantageous for the map. Uh, there is now a school of thought and Joe Biden has floated out VP names from before he actually officially got into the race that he wants somebody that effectively you are going to the polls and saying, Biden now the mm. VP in four in years. four years yeah right okay. so, um, it's so, a training position basically you're <laughs> grooming so basically for the presidency yeah so at that point you now have uh, 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 the qualifications are a little bit different you want somebody with a little bit more name recognition you want somebody that's going to be able to maybe cut a better a better figure as president than Joe Biden does currently. And if that's the case, there are two visions that I can't get out of my head. Number one, despite the fact that I think that there's an overwhelming possibility that this will be a woman, if not a woman of color on the ticket, uh, there is the fact that Mayor Pete is very popular with college-educated women. And he's young, and he would be a progressive pick because he's gay, Uh if it's going to be a guy, I think it's going to be Mayor Pete because he animates a certain sector of the populace that will need to turn out on Election Day. And uh, again, young. That's where I think Elizabeth Warren, between Medicare for All and her age, kind of uh, makes it less likely. But yeah. there's one vision that I can't get out of my head. And that is, uh, as the confetti's falling at the Democratic National Convention... Barack Obama on one side, hands raised, holding Joe Biden's hand, Joe Biden's other hand raised, holding Kamala Harris's hand. Mm. And you and that's what you're selling. Uh, uh, Joe Biden is an old white man bridge between the first and second uh, black presidents of the United States and uh, uh, the first woman president of the United States. Mm. That could be interesting. Mm hmm. I like Harris, so sure, why not? Yeah, I like that pick a lot. Yeah, she's all right. Uh, that, and that's that's more just me in my head thinking, like you know, like it, there's just that just seems like a thing that people would respond to. Like mm-hmm. that that's that's a vision that people want. They want to put on newspapers. Now, I've always said the Democratic candidates tend to get elected when they're the laminate the newspaper candidate, right? They're the like the first. Uh, of of a thing, uh, sure. you know, and, and that's changed a couple times, but that's usually the branding that's successful with them. When you look at Biden, there's not a lot of laminate the newspaper with him, right? Like he is literally just let me 
uh, let's the it's a time machine so we can forget Trump is basically his best pitch. Uh, and and if that's the case, then Kamala gives you gives you a little bit of that. And it and it's a good uh, she's a good counter to the people who argue that he's he's out of touch because she's you know very much. Um, uh, she's, she's very much part of the reason that he was labeled as that, you know, when, right, she, yeah. uh, <laughs> when she, you know, well, initially yeah, destroyed point. him uh, at, at, right, at the debate the over last mm-hmm. summer and said, uh, you know, hey, you talking really cozily about out racist and segregationist is awful. And mm-hmm. also you voted against busing and that directly hurt me when I was a girl. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. How do you think he'll do against Trump, like uh, debate-wise? Everybody in, in the chat seems to think that this it's a foregone conclusion that he'll be terrible at it, and that Trump will eat his lunch, and that'll be the end of that, and that Bernie would have been a better uh, would have been a better debater v. Trump, that sort of thing. Predictions on that? Well, what, well, wait, but what do you think? Uh, what do I think? <laughs> yeah, I think that Bernie would have been a better debater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He would have been better. I at mean, it. he just really—if if, uh, Biden goes up against Trump in in the debates, he's just got to be so prepared for the lowest of the low attacks and how to counter them without mumbling and stumbling over his words, and and be ready for name calling, be ready for throwing sand, everything. You know? Yeah, I don't know how they do that. I think he's—that's going to be a real challenge. I don't necessarily subscribe to the idea that he's not going to do. You know that he's that it's zero chance against him, but I think that it's it's stacked against him a little bit. Bernie seems like somebody who would have really ripped into him. Warren was probably going to be a better stage battler than yeah. than Biden Both of those ever would two be. Are seem unflappable. Uh, Biden seems flappable. Yeah. <laughs> if that's a, if that's a term. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the significance of the debates are going to be necessarily. Mm-hmm. Because this is not a world where we have not seen these guys talk a lot, right? We right. see them talk all the time. For Biden, that is kind of more of a detriment. So I don't know what we'll learn at a debate that we had not seen before. Usually it's like avoiding the massive mistake is mostly the issue. Uh, the larger thing that I think would happen at a debate is that Biden is somebody that makes Democrats stay home. You know, uh, uh, that 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 this is something where it's like, ah, uh, I don't know. Like, there's just not like enthusiasm on the same level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but part of the danger is you'd have to worry if you are. I mean, if you're a Democrat, the worst case scenario would be that. Joe Biden looks a lot better next to Bernie Sanders than he looks next to Donald Trump. And that Donald Trump is selling something that is far closer to Democratic centrism uh, than what Bernie Sanders is. And so therefore the widest gulf ideology uh, ideologically is uh, Biden and Sanders. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, And so when it comes down to it, and obviously, look, there's a lot of this coronavirus stuff is going to affect what happens in 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 November. Uh, you know, right now the stock market tanked. It has uh, done this, uh, you know, t- this week and and last week. There's been some fluctuations where it's come back a little bit, but if this is still a situation where we're 
dealing with coronavirus where the market hasn't recovered or that this coronavirus thing exposed underlying elements of the economy that were going to show themselves eventually, but instead of showing themselves now, then effectively Donald Trump's best pitch is taken away from him. Uh, uh, you know, a, a, an incumbent president with a good economy is very hard to beat. If he doesn't have a good economy, then he's a lot easier to, to, to beat. Uh, the, but it, the other side of it is true. If let's say we weather this coronavirus thing and then the economy uh, uh, kind of picks up where it uh, left off or there's some sort of economic stimulus that patches it up, uh, then now he's the guy who weathered the storm, right? Mm. Uh, especially if there's still problems in other countries when things have by and large gotten back to normal here. Uh, so uh, uh, in, in, in a lot of ways, if Joe Biden is the nominee, I almost feel like watching what happens with the economy and coronavirus is almost more important than anything he could or couldn't say during a debate. Yeah, it's inter it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Hopefully in the next couple of months, we have a better picture of how long and how far and all that other stuff. So time will tell. Speaking of time, Jerry spends a lot of time doing other cool stuff. Why don't you tell the people where they can get it? Uh, yeah, uh, politics, politics, politics. It's a podcast. Uh, go ahead and uh, check it out. Oh, and also, uh, Raise the Dead is an audiobook now. Go to Audible and pick it up, and uh, there's a bonus episode. So even if you listen to the podcast, there's an episode in there that you did not hear uh, because it did not go live there. So spend an Audible credit uh, over there right now and, and, and check it out. Uh, Raise the Dead, Nixon versus Kennedy, the complete transcripts. Nice. Justin R. Young on Twitter. Follow him. See ya. All right. Off he goes. Yeah. Uh, we had a bonus mashup, but I don't know if it showed up. Hold on. Just a second. Oh, was that's what this was. All right. So apparently Jamie thinks that I need to remind people that if I play a horror game, they're going to get a certain level of <laughs> oh, geez. entertainment. Okay. So he put back he put together sort of a best of sort of thing. Uh, um, <laughs> best of Scott plays video games. Some, some might call it worse. Some might call it worst of, but let's find out together uh -huh. as we listen to Scott plays bitchy McFrancis pants is the name of this file. <laughs> Enjoy. Taco head, you are dead. <laughs> I got a Mr. Microphone and I love it. This man's penis is crooked. Shit. 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 <laughs> Shit on me. <laughs> Frick! Come here, dick! Shit! What? Oh, here's footsteppings! Bing bong! Electronic part! Oh, hey, bud. Oh, is he coming in here? Shit. I was told he couldn't come in here. Ah! <laughs> Shit. Don, this game is doing things you didn't prepare me for. Come here, dick. Electronic part! Shit! Potatoes! Oh, nothing in the shitter? Nothing in the shitter? What am I to do? I'm gonna run around him. I'm gonna run around him. I hate you so bad. I hate you so bad. No! Run past the cop! Oh, shit! Asshole. Yeah, run! No! 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 Oh, shut up! You've been just hiding down here, you piece of shit. The journey through the penis. <laughs> Why aren't you coming with me? Taking a shit in the corner? Let's go. Oh, <laughs> 
Don't mind me. I'm just a female protagonist now. I'm temporary. I'm Bitchy McFrancis Pants. Taco Face. <laughs> it's Taco Face Tuesday. Taco Head Tuesdays. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right, sexy mama. <laughs> oh, friggity poop. Oh, no. I, I have nowhere to go. I have nowhere to go. I have nowhere to go. Oh, shit. I thought I was done with that. We're going to run like the wind. Oh, 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 jeez, we're Lordus. <laughs> Stupid, raunchy, freaking piece of shit. <laughs> Hurry up, he's coming. Go, you slow piece of shit. I don't know where to go. I don't know where to go. <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> oh, no, shit. Electronic parts. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> I'm a shoot you in the a-hole. Hold still. You hold still, boy. I'm going to pull that straight in your a-hole. Oh, what the frick is that? It looks like we made it. <laughs> My gosh, dude. That was long. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. I, I don't I know. I love the... No, 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 no. I don't know what the taco head thing talk was or taco yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, the taco head and taco Tuesday. Was there a game where some villain you were fighting? Uh... I don't remember what any of that is referring to, but apparently oh, it's something. So well done, Jamie. Yeah, that's coming soon. In April, we'll wow. get uh, we'll get a chance to play the Resident Evil 3 remake, which I'm told uh, Nemesis, the big baddie in that thing, can now get into the save rooms. So F mm. that. Oh my gosh. It's going to be real bad. Uh, all right. Uh, that's it for the show. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, follow Jamie on Twitter. He's at TMS mashups. That guy's great. Uh, Patreon.com slash TMS is how you can support this nonsense. If you'd like to do that, you can frogpants.com slash TMS is our website. All things are there. Uh, that's uh, trying to think of anything else is going on. Oh, uh, the instance today at noon, um, we've changed days. It's not, it's instance. Not, yeah, it's not on Sunday. Or it's not on Fridays anymore. So the instance is now Tuesdays at noon. We had to shuffle it around for some schedule changes for people, and uh, it's going to be the new day. So stick around or come back in about an hour and a half <laughs> when it starts. That's noon Mountain Time right here at FrogPants.tv each Tuesday of every week. Crazy. That's crazy, Scott. It is crazy. Tell me uh, now. Play a song. That'd be crazy. This will be crazy. Yeah. Uh, Thomas, a.k.a. Trumpole, in the chat says, Hi, Scott and Brian. Recently on Soundography, you guys talked about Black Oak, Arkansas. And when you mentioned the song Jim Dandy to the Rescue, it immediately reminded me of the cover of that song done by the Wright Brothers for the movie Overboard. I thought it would be interesting to hear a different version of that song, and I remember it being a good cover. Feel free to play this on another day if it would make more sense. Signed, Thomas, a.k.a. Trumpole, in the chat. Um, yeah, this was uh, Black Oak, Arkansas. I talked about how I only knew one song by Extreme. Mm. I didn't know any songs by Black Oak, Arkansas when we got into that band, which is great. That's kind of what we, the best thing about soundography of these brand new bands we've never heard anything by. Sure. So cool. So Black Oak, Arkansas had a song, uh, Jim Dandy the Rescue. The Wright Brothers covered it on the 2008 album Man Overboard. I don't know if this was for the movie Overboard soundtrack as well, but they definitely included it on their own album called Man Overboard. Here is Jim Dandy to the Rescue.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. The Pope on a Pogo Stick.